From the PSIA AASI Satellite Studios in Hood River, Oregon, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair, and today we are going to be talking injury prevention with Sue Kramer. Sue, thanks very much for taking the time to chat with us. Thanks. Thanks, George, for uh, reaching out. I appreciate it. Now, Sue, you recently did a webinar about injury prevention. First of all, can you just start by telling us, obviously, this is a very important topic, but um, kind of your qualifications about uh, you discussing it? Um, Sure. So first and foremost, I am a skier. Um, I am not a young skier um, in my 50s, and so therefore, in order for me to stay skiing at the level that I want to be skiing, I need to keep myself injury-free. Um, I do have a background in exercise physiology, and what I did was when I was going to school for my master's, I decided to focus on skiing and injury prevention for um, alpine skiing. So it's um, both personal background and also educational. I, first of all, would like to uh, let people know that the webinar is available on the PSIA website. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because you do get an education credit uh, for watching it. Yeah, so um, I understand that it's uh, $20, and there's two webinars. I did one back at the end of June, um, so people could do that. That was like a precursor to this last one, um, and you get a one CEU for it. So uh, it's worth worth doing, and also, you know, when people so, – so people participated – in it with me live, but also I had sent out um, a document that just listed all the exercises, and so it's something, you know, take home that they could practice um, outside of the webinar and on their own time and throughout the preseason, so that's... um, kind of a roundabout way of answering your question. (laughs) But it was very thorough. Thank you. (laughs) Well, Sue, this actually would have been a great uh, topic for us to be talking about in June because off-season, obviously, we could be, uh, we want to focus on injury prevention as well as staying in shape. But now a lot of us are really gearing up for the ski and ride season and maybe introducing some new exercises, things like that. But we really want to avoid getting injured before the season starts. Right. So um, basically, uh, I'll backtrack a little bit. Back in June, you know, when when it's when it's um, the end of the season and we're transitioning from, you know, the end of ski season to summer stuff, you know, we it's important that we take some time to rest and recoup and not just physically, but also mentally. And so there's that, that period of time when, when our training is a little bit like low key. Right. And then once June comes, this is really about a year planning for planning for the season all year long. That's, that's like my big thing. And so in June, we think about um, building, like building an aerobic base. So, you know, you're on your bike, you're cycling, you're enjoying the summer, and hopefully people have had a, a good summer and not rainy like it was here in Vermont. Um, but cycling and, and building strength, and it doesn't have to be like super high impact. But the thing is about skiing is that we do a lot of, um, you know, we're moving with a lot of force, um, 
that that's exposed we're uh, are exposing our joints to a lot of force more than our body weight just because of gravity and and centrifugal force um so it's important that we we create exercises that sort of mimic as best as possible those added loads and therefore we could do this off snow through things like um plyometrics or just um, agility activities, that type of thing. And so this last webinar incorporated um, that type of activity in addition to, you know, basic warm-up and dynamic warm-up and some upper body um, activities as well. And if these are new activities, you were saying you, you gave out some of the exercises in the webinar, but... I mean, form is really important when doing plyometrics. Is there, or really any weight training, um, is there any way that you would recommend that um, we look at ourselves, we have someone watch us, we exercise as a group, anything like that, to make sure that we're actually doing the exercises correctly? So, yeah, I, I kind of lost you there, but I think I understand what you're asking um, for sure. That is hugely important. So when I I um I exercise at home, I've got a bunch of stuff, um, you know, equipment wise that I do here at home. But I'm I always use a mirror. I have a full length mirror, so it keeps me honest. And um, in terms of form, um, for example, you know, we talk about. Um, having knock need, you know, a lot of skiers, women in particular, knock need, and it's not, you know, it's not a terrible thing, but it is something that can uh, impact our skiing, not just how we ski and the, the how the ski performs, but also our, our own physiology, and it could leave us in a very vulnerable, physically vulnerable position, and for example, I've I've seen, I know of a lot of uh, teenage girls who have blown their ACL, and I think that I think a lot of that comes from a lack of a lack of education on how to, you know, on their form when they're landing, when they're you know if they're playing soccer, when they're you know quote unquote cutting, meaning you know pivoting from one direction to another. So form is hugely important. And when we look at ourselves in the mirror or have a trainer, uh, somebody, somebody who's telling us how we're moving, um, it gives us that feedback that we need. And, you know, feedback is something that as, as students of the sport, we are used to getting. So it is important for us to get that. So what are some things that we can do here, you know, six weeks out from the start of the season or actually maybe even less um, to prepare our bodies for what's coming up? And then to add on to that, what are some things you'd recommend we do during the season to help us avoid injury? So I knew you were going to ask that question about because <laughs> everybody does. Because when you go online, when you go online and you look up, um, you know, fitness for skiing, you see all this tons of information, lots of six weeks, six week plans or twelve week plans, and it's all preseason. There's nothing about in season. Um, not nothing, but there's not a whole lot. But um, so the first part of it, preseason, I. I like to get, I like to just, um, when I plan out my, my workouts, I always start out with a warm up, you know, whether it's on a treadmill or, um, my stationary bike, 
of 15 minutes, you know, just warming up the muscles. And how do you know if you're warmed up? Well, you actually get warm. <laughs> you know, I, I usually start out with a sweatshirt on and I know when I'm starting to take that off that, um, my, literally blood is moving to my muscles and, and I'm getting warm. But in addition to that, because in skiing, we move in different planes. So it's not just, you know, one plane that we're moving in, like, like running primarily or cycling. It's important in our warm up that we do some exercises that, that also warm us up in, um, you know, side to side, diagonal, twisting. So I'll, I'll do some, you know, funky exercises that, that warm me up literally in those planes as well. Like a, not a full on side lunge, but just stepping to the side or even jumping jacks can be like that or twisting, you know, take a medicine ball and, and twist upper body against lower body. Stuff like that is, is important. Um, so, so once my body's warmed up, then I start usually. So the way I like to design the program is, is I'll do an upper body exercise and then I'll do a lower body exercise and I alternate that way. So I can give that half of the body time to rest while I'm working another part of my body. And that's kind of a basic um, strength training sort of philosophy. Um, and once I do those sort of strength exercises and I'm sufficiently warmed up, then I'll go into more of a high impact um, series of exercises, which incorporate not just um, loads on the joints, but also, you know, higher intensity. You hear about like high intensity training and what we do in skiing is, you know, short bursts if we're out skiing for ourselves. Uh, I like to think that we're doing short bursts of high intensity, um, like a bump run or even sometimes, you know, a, um, a run down, um, down a hill that's got a lot of snow, like powder. It's, that can be a lot of work and it's for a short period of time. So train your body to work hard for 60 seconds and then, and then rest. And doing intervals like that is um, what I like to do. Now, during the season, just curious, um, maybe you're on the snow five days a week throughout the season or six. Uh, you work a full-time job and you go up and you teach at night or teach on the weekends and really don't get a break. Do you recommend focusing more on stretching and just flexibility throughout the season rather than so much uh, focus on strength? That's, that's a really um, great question, and I think the reality, uh, you, you kind of described it in your question that, you know, we work, work five days a week on snow, um, we may be night skiing, or, you know, it's just, it's just really busy, and working that many days in a row, is, it can be exhausting right? Absolutely. Um, yeah. So I, I feel like whatever we do in season needs to be, what's the word, restorative. And that could look like, it could look like spending 20 minutes on your bike, just kind of loose, light, light resistance, um, trying to get blood back to all of your, all of your limbs. 
um, to your feet and hands because you're cold. No, it's important to do sort of light, light cardio um, during the winter to remove some of the lactic acid that gets built up in your, your quads and your calves from standing around. It could be you've been teaching, you know, beginners, let's say. Um, and that's, that's relatively static compared to, you know, a day on the bike or going out for a bike ride, what you would do in the summer. So getting some blood flow is really important. Um, and also, as you said, some stretching. There's, I know a lot of people do yoga. Um, I don't have a regular yoga practice, but I incorporate a lot of yoga um, positions or asanas uh, into my into my practice, so to speak. Um, I also think that I'm a huge fan of having a tennis ball. I travel with a tennis ball everywhere I go. And also um, a foam roller. I don't always travel with a foam roller, but I have this stick that I could, you know, roll on my quads just to break up some of the, the tight tissue and, and get some blood flow going to my muscles. So um, I think it's I think it's a combination of light cardio, some stretching, and um, like some some compression things using using those little tools. Well, Sue, anything you have to uh, say to our membership in conclusion? Um, I just want to say that it's important to do something every day um, in order to prepare for the season, and that something could be resting, so long as it's on the heels of, you know, some activity. But just um, balancing out this time of year, um, some higher impact with cardio, Resting, making sure that your your muscles are, um, especially around your calves and ankles, that your calves are not too tight. You maintain some mobility in your ankles as well, um, because those are, you know, our feet tend to get locked in to the boots, and it's important to maintain mobility there. And just to have fun, whatever it is that you're doing, have fun. Sue Kramer, thanks so much for joining us on First Chair. Really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us. Thanks, George. From the PSIA ASI Satellite Studios in Hood River, Oregon, I'm George Thomas.